Hello and welcome back to Nikki V's Master Coach and have I got something exciting for you today. Well, what I decided is because this week I've been talking to lots of coaches as I always do and I recognise that a lot of you have other things in your toolbox which is absolutely amazing. So you're either um, a therapist or a, a practitioner or someone that uses a process in your coaching that utilizes some coaching questions and I've got some things for you or you're a coach where actually you might want to use some therape therapeutics some processes in your coaching and both of these things are, are designed to give your clients the absolute best experience possible so that they go away from the session with you having handled, sorted, resolved whatever it is they want to get resolved and they follow through on it. Because what I've noticed over the years, because I actually, that my background, as you may know, was I started off learning how to be a very pure coach, as it were, and then I came across another mentor of mine and learned some therapeutic skills. And I actually do believe that a combination of the two is the most valuable thing for your clients. So whether, you, uh, whether you're coming at this from the sort of process or the practitioner end uh, towards coaching or whether you're coming at this from the coaching end towards therapeutic skills or process skills, then actually I believe it's the combination of the two that gives your clients the very best experience. Now just one thing I do want to say before I show you this is that as you know, normally in my videos what I say is Look, everything I teach you on these, on these uh, videos are for you whether you're in session with a paying client or whether you're in a conversion sale call or meeting. Today, this week, this is only for if you're in a session because, and you might go, well, why? Why wouldn't I do this with somebody if I'm in a you know, conversion sale mode? The reason is if, if you do this, if you do coaching with some sort of therapeutic intervention or you do a therapeutic intervention with some sort of coaching, you'll probably do that you know, thing that I pr promise you I did when I first started, which is to give far too much and so that that person doesn't become a paying client. And you go away thinking, well, I'm, you know, I've helped them, but really I'm trying to make a business out of this. Okay, so let me talk first to you if you are a therapist or a practitioner or you do something. Now, and I know that some of my clients, I know people, I have people who do um, uh, shiatsu, I have people who do massage with coaching, I have people that do NLP, of course, um, you know, like Tony, he does sound healing and crystal healing when he's working with a person. I want to talk to you first because I want to explain to you why using coaching questions before you actually do any of the sort of hands-on, closed eye processes, therapeutic interventions, or any sort of um, therapy, um, to do coaching before that will create a, well, first of all, it will get the, the client a much better result, but it will, it will reinforce and make it of so much more value. So if you remember from my V coaching strategy, we always start off with the presenting problem. So this is the problem that the person comes to you with. And what most therapists or therapists or practitioners do is they kind of ask the person about the presenting problem and then they actually kind of do um, the therapy or 
the process or the intervention or whatever it is that they actually do with them, whatever your speciality is. And all I'm saying is from my experience of having both of these things, you know, kind of in my toolbox, is that there's some things that would be really, really valuable to you to do. When the first one is that you find out the impact on the person's life, and maybe any area of their life, of this presenting problem. So you're getting, you're getting, first of all, for them to get a realisation of what the impact is. Secondly, you want to ask them some great questions which open that person's awareness up to the belief or the behaviour that's really creating this presenting problem. And there, of course, as you'll know from lots of my other videos, we also may need to check in whether this person is at cause, in other words, taking responsibility for their part in this presenting problem, or whether they are at effect, in which case they think that it's something outside of themselves. Now, one of the things that also happens a lot is if people come to you with a presenting problem and you do do something with them, especially if it's something where you're doing a hands-on kind of um, therapeutic thing, sometimes they can actually believe that they're kind of being fixed. And then if they come away from your session and nothing's happened, it's kind of your fault. Having done these coaching questions prior to doing any kind of therapeutic process or any kind of uh, intervention, is that actually you start to help them to take, they start to, as Tony always says, participate in their own healing process or in their own therapeutic process. So these are really, really important questions to ask. And if you're going, hold on a minute, Nikki, you've just whizzed through that at 100 miles an hour, as is my one. A lot of these questions are in other videos. And if you go back to the tab with weekly videos and just go down, they're all about 10 minutes, 15 minutes, and you'll be able to learn all about cause and effect, behaviors, beliefs, impact, all those sorts of things. Because also, when we do these interventions, we normally do them, let me write this in a different colour so that you can see it, we normally do them, if you remember, at the OFM moment, which is when somebody goes, oh, me, or OF moment, I really need to get this resolved. And what this will do will bring so much more energy and so much more impact from whatever process or therapy or um, intervention you do. So that's for people who are basically coming at it from that end and these questions will, have, will bring so much more power to that intervention. And one thing that Tony does, who is, um, you know, although I'm biased, I know, the master of the combination of these two things is he will actually continue to ask very subtly and often very quietly so that this is a very sort of almost other than conscious thing going on um, and where he's really talking to their unconscious when when they're in this space and he'll continue to answer questions that point back to what what the you know what where the where the coaching questions took him and the results that he gets with his clients are phenomenal because they really do feel that they're part of that process and it's partly, you know, it's having that sort of strong impact on them so that when they come out of this part of it, he also follows on 
and then they, you know, they go away and they have an it has an impact on their life and they follow through. So now I want to talk to the coaches and say that, look, what happens for you is that sometimes you may want to do some of this, but utilizing it very a little bit. So you don't want to sort of be going, okay, I'm doing a coaching session. I have one client who sort of goes, I'm being, you know, I'm coaching you now, and now let's go and do a session like this. And what I found is better, and she has found is much better for her now, is that instead of doing that, we kind of weave in something. So I promised you I was going to give you something that you could use today. And so I, I first, well, let me say to you, of those of you who are down this end, of the, you know, use these kind of interventions, I really urge you tomorrow to use some of these questions and notice how much more profound it is. Now, for the coaches, here's something that you can use all the time, and I've used it so many times, and it's a lovely little therapy which is so like a little intervention that can be so profound for people, it's untrue. And it's very, very simple. And some of your, NL, some of your NLPers may notice and understand some of the questions, but you know, a lot of um, the NLP processes take a long time. This is a nice little process to use right in the middle of a coaching session. So this is to use kind of here, right? So what we'd be doing is we're perhaps asking some questions that are going in the past, if you remember the leverage questions, or the future, but we recognize that there is something going on here that needs to be, you know, gone, you know, deeper into. So I'm just going to give you like a series of questions. And I think it kind of goes without saying, but you need to be in a really great space, a space of definitely a space of non-solution. You're not trying to fix anything. You're just trying to open that person up to a deeper level of understanding of what they're talking about, what their issue is. And so what, what I like to do is, I first of all, I normally say to people, this may be more powerful for you if you close your eyes. But I never tell them to close their eyes. I just say it might be more powerful. So you might want to actually close your eyes. It may be more powerful for you if as I talk through these questions that you actually go through this for yourself. Or you may want to write it down, but if not, just you know, stop the tape at the end and write it down at the end. So, if you can read my writing and if you can't, let me know. So, the first thing we're doing is we're saying, you know, it might be helpful if you close your eyes. The second thing is, we're going to say, imagine. So that's why, big clue, why it's helpful if they close their eyes. You're going to say, imagine yourself at, and then you put a beautiful place. Now, you can, I'm not going to tell you which one that is. It might be, imagine yourself lying on a beach. It might, imagine yourself in a meadow. Imagine yourself on a sunny day, sitting underneath in the shade of a tree. So you just imagine yourself at, and then just put, and I just put, a lovely place, okay? And so you're guiding them by saying, imagine this. And then you say, bring to this place, anyone involved in your issue okay and so just bring to this place anyone involved in your issue and then just pause and let them bring that person and then you say if something could be said to this person what would it be? Okay, so 
So if something could be said to this person, what would it be? Now, this is very important with all these questions, is that you don't necessarily need to hear an answer. And the way to, actually it's better if you don't hear an answer, because here's the thing, as coaches, as I've said in many of my videos, if we get an answer, sometimes if we're not very careful, we can go back into our heads and start thinking about a solution and we start to come out of the right energy. So actually, the way to make sure that you don't really get an answer is to ask it almost whispering. So if something could be said to this person, what would it be? And if they say it out loud, that's fine. But if they don't, that's just you just give them some time to say that. And then when you sense, and you're going to have, that's why you need to rivet your attention on the person. When you sense that they have finished saying what needed to be said, you say, as if the person were to reply, What would they say? And you let them hear that reply. Now, if at any time anybody says something out loud like, there is no person, or I don't know what to say, or anything, you just say the same thing. I'm gonna put it at the top. You put, you say great. Because in any therapeutic intervention, all you need to do is align with them and then go on to the next question. Now you might go, well, that sounds very confusing. So if they're saying there's nobody there, then, you know, what, how can I ask them the question, if something can be said to this person, what would it be? Well, you can. And you'd be surprised that if you ask it with the right tonality, you say, great. They go, well, actually, there's no one here. Great, and if, someone, if something could be said to this person, what would it be? And 99 times out of 100, they will answer or they will say something anyway. So don't be put off by somebody not having something there. Just say, great. So after you've said, if this person were to reply, what would they say? Let them hear that as well. Or they might say it out loud. And so then the next question is, so not to condone what happened, Are you ready to forgive? Now that's quite an open question. So not to condone what happened. Are you ready to forgive? That's all you say. And if they say yes, you say go ahead and forgive. And if they say no, you say what? needs to happen. Now again, you might go, well, hold on a minute, isn't that what needs to happen? What are they going to say? What's going to happen? Trust, 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 trust that this little intervention will bring them to an awareness of something that's valuable. I've been using it for a long, long time, over many, many years, and the most profound outcomes for clients have been where this is no words are spoken and no outcome is achieved, no nothing's resolved in the brain, in the head. It's just a shift in energy. It's just a shift inside them. And then the great thing you can do, so as I say, if my scribbly writing, maybe, maybe Tony, we can write it somewhere underneath the video, that would be great. 
Um, so we're, we're going through those questions and we're going great. So at the end we go great. Okay. Now let's just go back to here just to finish off. So of course when we've done these great questions and then we've done our interaction or intervention or whatever you want to call it, or for those of you who are um, doing processing or intervention or therapy, we're, still, we're all at the same boat now. All that we might ask coming up here, so you, know, you just go in the future, maybe you go through a few days from now, or a week, what's different? Okay, and you just ask what's different and let them come up with what their intuition and what their inside says. So I'm not going to say any more about that because I actually believe, I really believe that the best thing as a therapist or a, a practitioner or as a coach that we can do is trust the process. Trust it, just do it with one of your clients, trust that you'll be fine, you'll do it brilliantly. And that actually when we ask that question and we go in the future, so go forward a few days from now, how is it all different? And then listen and you will hear some fabulous realizations, some beautiful visions of how things are different, just because you've taken the time to really get the most power out of any interaction and intervention. So I'll leave it there for today and I really would love to hear of course how you've used either the coaching questions or the um, intervention questions to give your clients an even more powerful experience than they would have had with you anyway. So until then and I'll speak to you next week. Bye bye.